Totes Recall. Welcome to Totes Recall, uh, the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well. Watch that movie while eating pizza and salad. Oh. Thank you, patron. How many of each of those? Two of each. Yes. <laughs> two, two, two pizzas. Rolling two in salad. it. Two pizzas, two salads. It's already more pizza tacos than this. I believe. Yeah, yeah, that sounds correct. I'm 90% sure it's Mrs. I was not sure about that, and you I didn't want was... anyone to spoil it for me. You thought it was Well, I was like, Ms? uh, Mr. My roommate asked me what movie we're watching yep. tonight, and I said, Miss Doubtfire, and then I was like, no, that doesn't sound right. Dr. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Dr. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I think. I think it is Mrs. because I believe she's a widow. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to double bit on the that. The back story is that she's a widow. I'm going to double bit on that. But then Hard. not a Mrs. anymore? You don't you're lose the Mrs. Mrs. It's like how you still call presidents president after they're done being president. Oh, after the... Yeah. Mrs. implies marriage at one point? Yes. Because of the patriarchy, the idea is that because you took your husband's name and became Mrs. whatever, presumably Mr. Doubtfire, yeah. after Mr. Doubtfire died, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire was still Mrs. Doubtfire because of the patriarchy. So sure. you still call her Mrs. Doubtfire. I right. mean, you don't get to keep the lands, but at least you get to keep the exactly. name. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Unless you are a hard scrabble woman uh, who knows how to shoot a rifle mm-hmm. and doesn't let any man tell her what to do. Right. That's or probably the... a great movie. We should watch whatever movie that is. Oh, yeah. man. Cold Mountain? Probably. That sounds like something like a movie with that in it. There are lots of movies with that in it. I'm curious, Beth, do you how well do you know this movie? Uh have you seen I've, this movie? I've seen it, I've oh. for sure seen it. I've probably seen it a couple times. Sure. Um, but not recently. Like I think I saw it as a kid, which I've discovered if I saw it as a kid, I don't remember it at all. Sure. <laughs> there's a lot of like there's a lot of stuff that probably went over my head that I didn't get. Like But, but like what is the basic premise? Basic premise is that uh, the Robin Williams. Yep, the yes. Robin Williams is uh, now divorced mm. and uh, does not have custody of his children. Mm. Wow! And he wants to see his children, uh, so he discovers that his ex-wife is looking for a nanny, uh, and he applies to be the nanny dressed as a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a character that he makes named Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. And uh, hilarity ensues. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is there. Oh, yeah. uh, Harvey Weinstein is the his brother. What? And it like, helps him do his makeup. Um, mm. And he is on a television show. Is that his name? Harvey Weinstein? Isn't that the giant cigar-chomping producer? I think that's his name. The Weinstein brothers. Oh, okay. That's fed. It's Harvey Weinstein. I mean, there's there could be more there could than be one. two. There could okay. be two Harvey Weinstein. Is Dan fed the Harvey Weinstein also? I mean, sure. The Miramax Bros. I don't know. Now I'm questioning myself. But Isn't one I of them thought that was Harvey? the actor's name. I it could know. be both. Hmm. And I could be giving the wrong name to one of the Weinstein brothers as well. 
Well, we'll this is going to be a roller coaster bet. <laughs> uh, yes. My only trivia about the Weinstein brothers that I have is that Miramax is their parents' first names. Did they produce oh. this movie? Miramax. I don't think so. Is this a Miramax so. movie? I Ooh, a little production company. Hey. Dan's bet, TriStar. Nice. Uh, uh, Molly's bet, Paramount. I doubled Dan on Paramount. Oh, that's a better mm. one. I don't know why. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> what? Marvel Studios. Oh, if Mrs. Doubtfire was a licensed Marvel character, that would be amazing. She uses a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, like she, it's like, oh, it's like, uh, yeah, like it was a, it was like if Willie the Postman, look it up, uh, missed the Fantastic Four and decided to dress up like a nanny to take care of the Fantastic Children. Are there Fantastic Children? Eventually. Okay. (laughs) Do they have Fantastic Powers? Oh, they do. Uh, one of them, Franklin Richards, is one of the most powerful, uh, mutants in the world whose reality altering powers could cause chaos. Uh, if he, they were not suppressed by, I believe, his evil time-traveling grandfather. <laughs> I don't remember. Wow. Two yes, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Frankie Fantastic. Yeah. The thing that I remember... <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing that I remember about Mrs. Doubtfire is that clip that was constantly being shown of... Um, uh, Robin Williams, dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire, yes. throwing a piece of fruit at mm. Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Like fruiting. Run by fruiting? Oh, is this what you like, drive-by shooting? Why is that a funny thing? This thing oh. that Dan just said? Run by fruiting. Yeah, why is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is Dan funny? No, no that's the line for the movie. It is? Yeah, but why she is says, it funny? She says, oh, it was a uh, drive-run by fruiting. Oh, oh wow. okay. It is, and it's wow, like wow. highlighted over and over and over again. I could never figure out, like, yeah. is it some... It's a pun I mean, of drive-by shooting, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah. Because it's that's a terrible joke. Why did they highlight it so much? Because I think the main I think the main humor that they were highlighting was Pierce Brosnan getting hit in the head. Well, then the that's what they should have shown. They don't show that part. They just show him saying <laughs> "run by fruiting." Then that doesn't make any that doesn't sense. make any sense. Then no, no wonder you don't understand why it's funny. James, Matt, you see him get hit in the head. With I think fruit. it's a plum. I'll go ahead and oh, put Molly's bet. It's a plum. I, that's amazing. Uh, I don't I'm going to say orange. I'm going to say half. An apple. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Granny Smith. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just not just grapes. Just a bunch of grapes, or like one grape. <laughs> like the whole thing. <laughs> That's amazing. Grape cluster. Um, yeah, I think it's a play on drive-by shooting. Yeah. What else I would mean, it be? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was maybe a British thing. <laughs> I mean, it might be. A run by fruit. Tweet at us, Brits. That might yeah. be like uh, like Cockney slang. Oh, sure. For drive-by shooting, yeah. like apples and pears. What's that stand for? Or not stand for? Uh, whatever. However that works. Like stairs. Tables and chairs. Really? <laughs> stairs? Come on. The apples and pears. Yeah. Pretty oh, sure. like I'm go up the apples and pears? Go up the apples and pears. Yeah. I never, ever understood <laughs> rhyming slang. Get on the dog dog and a bone. Give Oof. a dog a bone. I think that's phone. What? Yeah. Uh, what? You're just what? making this up. That's just confusing. <laughs> Tweet at us. Talk me heads. <laughs> Whether I'm right or wrong. With hashtag... Bone phone. Bone phone. <laughs> pear stand. I'm scared to look up what that hashtag brings up. Bone phone? Bone phone? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I mean, that's things are going to happen. If there's not a gif of the scene from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street where Freddy's tongue comes out of the phone and licks a young woman's face in really weird, like, Play-Doh CGI, then they're using the hashtag wrong. Play-Doh CGI. Yeah, and they're using the hashtag wrong and or I don't understand the internet anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because that's a great GIF. That yeah. GIF should exist. Yeah, it, it probably does. Terrible. It has to, right? Yeah. GIF. <laughs> that's all Tweet I at us. <laughs> Hashtag bone phone with that GIF. Hashtag GIF GIF. <laughs> Hashtag who cares? Yeah, right? Uh, uh, great. <sighs> yes. Run by Fruiting is the peak of laugh lines in this movie. Absolutely. <laughs> Dance really? That's the comedic peak of this movie. <laughs> the zenith of the movie is Run by Fruiting. <laughs> yes. Okay. Contrary opinion. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think it's the scene where they're in the restaurant at the end, oh. and somebody's choking, and then he has to, he's on like two different. He's on a date, maybe. What? Who is? Oh, he's having a uh, Robin, Robin Williams. Williams is on a date. Oh, and he's got to keep swapping. Yeah, and then it gets all messy, but then she starts to choke the wife. Starts oh. to choke. And I thought Brasnan started. Oh, to maybe, choke. yeah. Yeah. Then it shows that he's like actually a decent human being. And then he, he can choke. And then no, because <laughs> he can save his ex-wife's lover. Oh, sure. Then there's like a shot, like the like meatball like shoots out and it lands on the table and it cuts to like the little girl and she's got like a big shocked face and the meatball's like huge in front of her. Okay. So. so I, that's my. That's probably. That's the your. That's a, that's a, a, a Heimlich by. Shooting. <laughs> I don't understand why you're so fixated on this. Because they presented it full stop. Who is they? The Paramount or whoever it was who marketed this film. Uh-huh. I have seen that clip so many times. Like I feel like when this movie came out, it was promoted heavily. And when did this movie come out? Oh, great Ooh. question. Ninety. I asked Molly. I'm gonna guess ninety six. Three. <laughs> 94. <laughs> what year is that? 94. <laughs> Cowardly gift. I'll say 95. Is that the one that's not? Mm-hmm. Uh, 94 would put you in between everything okay, as yeah. well. Do you feel comfortable being at whatever age you were at 95, having seen this movie? Yeah, okay. six. 95? Yeah. yeah. Wow. You're welcome, America. <laughs> now I'm 35. Hey. <laughs> We all are. Yes, we all are. And have been since the beginning of time. Yep. Uh, yeah, so Dan's bad. I'm going to be sad Robin Williams is dead. Sure. Yep. Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, Dan, other Dan's bad. I'm going to be sad about most of this movie because it will not age well at all. Oh, Molly's bet this whole bit about getting around custody issues is going to be not hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's pretty deceitful. Yeah, to like infiltrate a house that you're not allowed in. Well, but also the idea of a man dressed as a woman vacuuming as high comedy is super irritating. That's what I'm talking about. Well, there's there's two sides of this coin now Mm -hmm. because. He's dressed as a woman, but he's also dressed as an older woman. And so an overweight woman. Yeah. And yes. a British woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically what I'm saying is 90% of this movie is going to be problematic. That's high. 90%? Mm-hmm. I think she's Scottish. I think it's a Scottish accent. Oh, great. I like that. That's still British. Come at me. Oh, Maybe. man. Come at you yeah. hard. Because you're yeah. on the island of yeah, Britain. Right. Sure. Okay, fair tweet enough. at us, please. Fair enough. Because I, I get very confused about all that. There's countries, yeah, but they make a kingdom, right? So it's they have United a queen, kingdom. sure. And then the island is Great Britain, mm-hmm. and both things are the British Isles, sure. Yes. 
And maybe by the time this is released, Scotland's like not even going to be part of the UK. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. Stuff. Anyway, tweet us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the reason that I remember that restaurant scene at all is because uh, Brad City does a complete parody of it one of their episodes. Oh, that so, sounds like something I would enjoy. Yeah, that doesn't really count as me remembering that scene. Does it? Well, you must have remembered it to get that it was a parody of the thing. Well, someone pointed it out to me, and then I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Kind of like, oh, this is in Dr. Doubtfire. <laughs> Dr. <And you're... laughs> yeah. Commodore the, Doubtfire. The, the waiter in the Brad City episode is the little girl from uh, the movie. Whoa. She also played Matilda. Whoa. Wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Have and then the... Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Is that a bet? Yes, that, that is my right. bet. Someone Great. Wilson? And then are we going to say the son is just some nobody who went nowhere? No, I feel like we'll recognize him too, but I can't name like what he was in other home than that movie. I feel like he was I in mean, Home Improvement. I mean, that's a good bet really? for Little Boys in the 90s, Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. That's a good bet. <laughs> or like, uh, like <laughs> Boy Meets World. Oh. I almost said Boy Saves World. Is that a Savage? That's a, that's the, a savage. The other no, savage? That's, oh, the other Savage? Oh, Fred yeah. And... Not, it's not the main kid. No. Oh. It's like maybe his friend. I don't know. Cool. No, they're different people. Who uh... knows? That's bet. That actor is in more than one thing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> bold. Beal Bold, oh, Big Man Backends. I want to talk about vacuuming some more. Okay. <laughs> is the joke... Just that she's vacuuming? Because doesn't she, like, keep sucking her bra or whatever? Like, There's definitely a lot of, like, he has trouble with his fake breasts jokes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, but I feel like in the vacuum, Dan's bet, in the vacuum, it's not just like, oh, it's a vacuum, but he, like, can't manage all the parts and, like, keeps, like, the wand or whatever, yeah. like, gets sucks on parts of his costume. Because what does he know? Am I right, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> He's just a voiceover artist. Yes. <laughs> Which I thought was super cool I when I was a well. kid and saw this. He was like, "Oh shit, he's like Tweety Bird." <laughs> yeah, he does. Is it Tweety Bird or it's just like it's like some bird? Tweety Bird parallel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's some bird. And also, if, I mean, if this is Paramount, there's no way it's Tweety Bird. He's a yeah. voiceover artist. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And I also, remember him being on camera at one yeah, point. Yeah, I thought he was an actor. Oh, maybe that's his big break. No, it definitely starts with him doing voiceover for yeah. Cartoon Bird. Tootsie. Is Tootsie on camera? Yes. yes. Okay, I'm thinking that's a soap opera. That's a oh. different one where someone dressed up like a woman. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But you know they were like, "This is Tootsie meets Mr. Mom." Probably. Oh, yes. for sure. That is absolutely what was on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. That's the pitch meeting. Yep. He. It also takes place in San Francisco. Oh. That sounds right. Which I always identified with as that was a large city close to where I grew up. Sure. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, Dan's bet he fall has a falling out with his employer because he does he does not agree with the cartoon characters smoking cigarettes. Oh, oh. Wow. that's a deep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the mid nineties. So. He's a good man. He's a good, good. man. He's good. Okay, audience. He and may be breaking. Wife and the court may not agree. Yes, exactly. Yeah, why? He's... Why does his wife think that he's like? Why does he win? Why does he lose custody of his children in the first place? I think he's just he's like irresponsible. Or like yeah. he's he's just like a mess. Like he can't get places on time. Oh, Dan's bet. Uh, the final straw is he's throwing one of the kids a birthday party, and he's just like a big kid, and she's sick of having so many children in the house, and she needs him to grow up. Mm. And then they, he, then he's like, but I, I don't know. Basically, she's <laughs> sick of him being Robin Williams, so they get divorced. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
because we she's see them a, get divorced. It doesn't yes. start with them already pre-divorced. Yeah, this is. I don't. I'm pretty sure. I mean, Beth, you can disagree with me if you want. I'm pretty sure in this one they do not go to court. He is divorced, and then when the gavel comes down, it cuts to a Mrs. Doubtfire title <laughs> card. Oh, wow, that would be good. It that would be amazing. Way. Yes. Oh, I already don't want to see this yeah. movie. His wife is a cold-hearted lady who has no fun. I bet she's like the home improvement mom and the Isn't everybody loves Raymond yeah, mom. Sally Field. It's yeah. Sally Field? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh great. I like her. <laughs> All right, are we back in? No, I do I like mean, Sally Field. I like Sally Field. I like Robert Williams. Yeah. I liked this movie when I watched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did too. I'm worried now. Yep. Honestly, <laughs> yep. I'm worried about it. Yep, me too. I think it's going to be just a trade of like, Ah, uh, these generals are a bummer. Yeah. Ah, uh, Robin is so great and he's dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just doing these like double layers of bummer town. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Mental I mean, illness is a real problem. But what about just like delight, like of a father spending time with his children? Sure. And sure. I'm a father with and a child. And a really well done British accent or Scottish accent. Or maybe they're the same. They are not. Uh, I well, feel like those are fighting words. There's no such thing as a British accent then. Because that's too broad. Oh, boy. Oh, my English, God. English, So when probably. you said British, then what did you mean? Yeah. Oh, did Why I say that? Yeah. I meant English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, our Australian listeners love this, right? <laughs> sure. Because they hate the palms. The what? The what? People of the motherland. Is that a thing? Yeah. All right. People so, of the motherland is yeah. palms? Palms. palms. P-O-M. Oh, palms. Yeah, P-O-M. It's not potum. Pot yeah, no, you keep the tea out. The tea. That's how abbreviations usually work. Okay. Yeah. I guess unless they work in your favor. Yeah. Right. But like of is a really short word. Would you put that in there as well? But PMs. Mm. That's the prime minister. Yeah, that'd be confusing. Yeah, that's yeah. too much. Because then you might get arrested. Dirty palms? Yeah. Ooh, dirty PM. Oh, no. And then I'm in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. The other day That's I typed like uh, boom done speech. in an email. Like, I'm sorry, what? Okay, so. <laughs> boom done? Boom done. Like one word? No, like oh. two words. Punctuation? Um, no. Well, boom, comma, done. Okay. Period. Uh, period. Full stop for our British listeners. Oh, oh. my God. Lip service. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> She's not sending a telegram across the Atlantic. That's what they say instead of period. All right. full stop. Oh, come on. Who they say? British people. Currents. Palms. <laughs> Oh, oh, I hope there is so much hate mail for this. Yeah, I do too. Well, I hope uh, there's any kind of mail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you said boom done. Well, I realized that I adopted it because my boss said it, because her two-year-old said it to her. And one time she's like, boom, done. Okay. And that's how I feel when I finish any task. Yeah. It's like a very satisfying boom done. And I sent it in an email recently, and I was like, I might as well just ask for the TSA to start, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you can just type boom anymore. Sure you can. Wait, the word boom you think is awful. I think as long as they <laughs> yes. then scan the rest of the email, be like, oh, they're not talking about anything exploding, they'll like, be fine. And the TSA like is if you're like, your emails? I know. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I mean, they'll forward it to the TSA. Like, Look out for this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think you're fine. Yeah. yeah. Fine. So uh, oh, uh... This is actually, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure if this was just in the marketing material or if it's actually in the movie. Yeah. At some point, Robin Williams walking on the street as Dr. Commissar Doubtfire with Aerosmith's Dude Looks Like a Lady in the Background. Oh. oh. Two on the nose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. 
It's the mid nineties. Oh, does he also get like um, cat called? Probably, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, that sounds oh, right. I'm gonna hate this movie. I so think hard. he also checks out a hot lady oh, well, while in costume, while yeah. in costume, mm-hmm. and then someone's like, "Ooh, yeah. confused about him." Yeah, her, her. Okay. doctor. Write it down. Doctor. <laughs> doctor Doubtfire. Doctor Doubtfire. <laughs> hot uh, lady. There's that scene where. <laughs> Dr. Dotfire doesn't have her mask, so she puts Oh, the, she puts the shaving cream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hello. Well, that's a famous moment in that movie. I am now realizing how much of the uh, adult, just being an adult parts of this movie went over my head when I watched this as a kid. Like, I never actually processed, like, who that person in his apartment was that he was then having to pretend to be Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, that's clearly, like... Someone from the state or the court, like confirming oh. that he is still like a functional adult because he's fighting to appeal for his custody of his children. Oh, sure. Oh, it's like a home visit yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He has a whole home visit. Yeah. Is that why? He... And that's why he says hello. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, she's not. He's not home yet. I'm his sister. I think. Oh, that's right. He also. That's right. Yeah. I remember. He also is his sister, but then there's the thing about he has a. Different accent from a different land, and then they're confused why she's sister. Maybe something like that. Like this is a terrible movie. Jesus, it's horrible. Uh, this was your idea, Molly. No, it absolutely was not. It that was is a lie. Idea. Oh, okay. I apologize. Sorry. No, don't apologize. Like, I want this to be on the public record that Molly just assumes every movie we're gonna watch is going to be terrible. So don't. Well, then here's my complaint. When we voted on what movie to watch, three of the people at this table did vote. Mm-hmm. That's uh-huh. true. <laughs> One of them <laughs> abstained. Yeah. And could have caused a tie. Yeah. Oh. In which case, we would have had to watch a different movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if you had just so. engaged with our podcast <laughs> democracy, yeah. which we fought an island for many years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Distracted. <laughs> Probably writing too many terrorist emails. Yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Destroy King George. <laughs> Taxation. <laughs> uh, the tea in the harbor. Oh boy. Is this gonna pass the Bechdel Wallace? Ooh, Ooh. Great question. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Is he the mother daughter? I I guess yeah. I'm gonna guess that the daughter and the mom talk to each other. But do you think they talk about anything other than Robin Williams uh, or Pierce Brosnan? Ooh. Now, if no, they talk about, uh, sure. Sure. If they talk about Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> while neither of them knows ooh. that nope. Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> is a man. No, because like for the test is like. Not from like within the movie, it's from like <laughs> an outsider's perspective, oh, and sure. we yep. know that he's a yep. man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's you're fair. Right. Uh, so, have you seen Baby Driver? No, no, okay. no. Well, I want to get back to that, and I want to talk about <laughs> Bechdel Wallace in the context of Baby Driver. Yeah, you already told us that we've ruined that movie for you and all movies. Oh, Remember? Yes. Did I do that? Yeah. I, Was that on Slack? Yeah. <laughs> So you came on to our channel. For the listeners, we have a Slack channel where we talk about the logistics of doing this show. Yeah, and Molly will come on to complain Molly about movies, but she will not come on to help us choose the movie to watch. I'm sorry. 
anyway, if you also, uh, if we've ruined Baby Driver for you, because now you think about uh, gender disparities in film too much, tweet at us. Hashtag. Hashtag. Bummer Driver. <laughs> Uh, but no spoilers, please, because I probably will still watch them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you should. It's, you know. <laughs> uh, Does the ooh. family have a dog? Great question. Really? Oh, the dog recognizes him, right? Oh, that'd be oh. hilarious. Or tries to eat his bra. Oh, he burns his bra. There's a the lot oven. of bra humor in this. Yeah, like he definitely Too sets bra he humor. sets one of his fake breasts on fire. Yeah, level. that's different. Oh, yeah. Because oh. men don't know how to cook over a hot stove. Am I right, ladies? Yeah, all men lean down really far. <laughs> <laughs> because we can. Yeah, because, because we, can. we can. We've never to think about it. We've never to think about it. There's so much clearance. We're just like, I'm just going to get right in there. Yeah. The patriarchy doesn't put shields on stoves. No, exactly. Yeah. Think about it. Think about the design of stoves. Yeah. <laughs> Designed for men. Nope. <laughs> the historically primary user of yeah. <laughs> Think about every old-timey ad you've seen from the 50s. What is it? It's always a very, uh, like, ha- like somewhat fitted-shirted man <laughs> leaning over a hot stove, having a great time. Yeah. And he's flipped his tie over his shoulder because yeah. he knows. He knows that. That could catch on fire. But he knows that that's all he has to worry about. Yeah, that's just the, the one tie. thing. The that one light on thing fire. that could light on fire. <laughs> anyway, I think the dog eats part of his costume and probably his bra. Okay, fair. Sounds fair. I do feel like his brother tries to talk him out of it. Yeah. That's my guess. Right? He's like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah somebody Someone tells him should. it's a terrible idea because then he has to have some foil for arguing his case right. and getting us on board. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which I refuse to do. What? I wow. refuse to go along with this movie. I mean, maybe I will. I'll probably love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I think, like, that's the whole purpose. I mean, the whole purpose of uh, uh, giant Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein's character is to, one, <laughs> help Robin Williams get the materials needed to become Mrs. Doubtfire, but two, also be like, the only person who knows what's going on, so he can be like, what are you doing? This is a terrible idea. <laughs> is he, why is he doing this? Just to spend time with this kid? I believe yeah. so, yeah. He loves He loves him kids. so much. Well, he's a good man. He's a oh. good man. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the judge is a lady. Ooh, that is actually a great bet. Ooh, lady judge. Yeah. Lady judge. And she probably has a name because she'll have a nameplate. Ooh, maybe. Unless it just says, like, honor or something. The honorable. The honorable His judge. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That'd be amazing. Uh, Yeah, I wonder what will be the judge. Judge gender. Judge Judge Judy. Judge Judge, 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 Judy. The judgiest kind of gender. Am I right, man? Yeah. Right? Is that where you were going with that? <laughs> I'm not sure I understood what that was. <laughs> no, I didn't get it. You are a free associated uh, judges. <laughs> so, here's a question yeah. that I'm trying to, I'd like to put this to the table mm. before I just make a hard and fast bet because I am a coward. Yep. Okay. Uh, do we think that Pierce Brosnan oh, yeah. is like a pretty like settled uh, new man in her life or it's sort of like He's just entering the picture, and so Dr. Doubtfire is trying to, like, mess up the dynamic so that he doesn't get too close. I think he's just in the picture. Yeah. Because he's basically not even so much competing for his ex-wife's love as for his children's love. Mm. Okay. But both. Follow-up question, then. Does Pierce Brosnan 
play like a super cool rich guy who gives the kids a bunch of stuff. <sighs> I don't know. He's definitely a rich guy. Yeah. But I feel like you're not supposed Isn't to like Isn't everyone in this movie kind of a rich I person so. though? But I, I don't Robert think Williams. the kids oh, sure. take a shine to him at okay. first maybe. I they don't, don't know. Like, I feel like that's a second shoe to drop. Yeah. But yeah. that might just be how movies work. Do you think it's one and one? Like, one kid is all about Pierce Brosnan, and the other one's like, you're terrible, you're not my dad. That seems like too much development. Like, too much of an that's arc. Yeah, maybe. I feel like maybe the older boy is a little bit more skeptical. Oh, sure. But maybe he's, like, been disappointed by his dad so many times. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then they brutal. get to play the daddy's girl card. What? To have the daughter be on board, not on board, and still loyal to her oh, dad. Oh, yeah. And she recognizes, she goes, Dad? Like that at some point, right? Like right wow. at the end or earlier? Uh, like, he fools everybody earlier. for a while. No, I think the kids know before. What? what? Really? Oh, they do find out. Yeah, the kids Oh, find yeah, out no, before. they definitely find out earlier. And then he's like, don't tell your mom. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, this is Dad, illegal. this is weird. <laughs> is uh, is Pierce Brosnan a jerk? Is he a classic yes. new is dad he? jerk? Sort of. But he's not like cheating on her or anything. No. Not that level. He's not like villainous. Compared to the new love in San Andreas, one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Let's talk about it. Um, where does he rate? Because that guy starts as like, Probably pretty okay. Yeah. And then at one point abandons children to following rubble. Yeah. And now we know he's a bad man. Yeah. yeah. So he can Still be killed later. Spoilers for San Andreas. Yeah. It's amazing. But go see it. It's great. It Still. is great. Look it up. The Rock is the greatest movie person of our time. USA number movie one. Person. <laughs> <laughs> movie person. Movie person. I don't know. I feel like he is I don't know. I feel like he's kind of established as an okay dude, at least. Like, maybe he's a little... Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Okay. Maybe he is a little more, uh... Like, maybe he actually isn't trying to win over the children. Maybe he's just like, I don't really like kids. Yeah. Or something like that. I feel like that's probably, like... That's why we feel okay with it not working yeah. out. Is because he's, like, not good with the kids. Yeah. And like, well, Robin Williams is better yeah. at being a dad than mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan is. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. <clears throat> All right, so how many... Wait, did you just say, I mean, come on, as if we know about Pierce Brosnan <laughs> and Robin Williams' child-raising abilities in real life? Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. Really? No. Right. Uh, so how many run by fruitings oh boy. Oh. on a scale of one to five, with five being the best, uh, will you give this... So now you're saying movie. Rabbi Fruitings are a good thing. No, oh, right. okay, fine. How, uh, hellos! How many hellos? <laughs> how many hellos? How about hello fruits? Hello, hello fruits. fruits. Great. What? That's just a thing you made up. <laughs> yeah, that is. Okay. Hello. Hello. Fruits. 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 <laughs> uh, oh, boy. I don't know. I've been... I am expecting to be horrified at what was considered okay when this movie came out. Uh, so I'm going to say two. Hmm. I think there will still be uh, comedic performances, and you're just like, yes, these are very talented actors. Good job, Sally, Robin, kids, probably. They're mm-hmm. probably fine. But I'm just worried that so much like so much of the premise of this movie hinges on what will now seem like so outdated like perspective on gender and uh, just heteronormative behavior and it's just gonna be uncomfortable for most of the runtime. Uh yeah, I'm gonna say two hello fruits uh-huh. as well. <laughs> Catch you uh thank you, I'm very quick. Um <laughs> But, uh, because I believe I've seen this movie several times, but don't really remember any of it, so that probably means that it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about this Great. movie. Uh, 
I'm going to give it two as well. Wow. I expect to be simultaneously delighted and saddened by Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. And kind of bored by most of the movie. <laughs> uh, we didn't talk at all about divorce, really, Molly. Thank well, you. I was saving yeah. that for the second half. Oh, okay. oh <laughs> all right. Well, teaser. Teaser, teaser alert. <laughs> Hot divorce tag after the break. Um, but there'll be some of that. It'll be fine. Who cares? So, two. So, two. <laughs> wow. And two what? Did not realize that this was... <laughs> Thank you very much. See, it just it, has, just, it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, in a totes recall first, uh-huh. I will also give two wow. fruits. Cross the table. Unanimous. It's never happened. I don't think it as far as I know. Um, but I, I'm sort of excited that we all have uniformly low expectations <laughs> because then I think one, it's got to be better than Phantom Menace. Oh yeah. And two, yeah. we can all. Why be... are you making that noise? It for sure is better. Than <laughs> I'm just saying, at least Phantom Menace had. Pretty colors, fun space stuff, and like crazy shit happening. This is literally just gonna be a dude dressed like a woman, and we're supposed to laugh at him for 90 minutes. Right, That's the movie. We're gonna save it, which is better. This is definitely our fan of Mads after. <laughs> for sure, this is better. Yeah, it's and with that, we're gonna press pause. We're gonna go watch Dr. Doubtfire, and we'll be right back. Um, um, uh, Back. <laughs> we have just watched two hours and five minutes of worse than expected. Wow. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm. I had the opposite reaction. Right. Really? Also had that. Mm-hmm. Save it for the end. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Came out in 1993. I nailed it. Good well, job, good me. Good job, you. Um, and yes, this movie was in 1993. Let's jump straight into clothes talk. <laughs> <laughs> every time uh, oh. Rob Williams' son was on the yes. screen, oh, I was like, man. I love what this kid's wearing. <laughs> it he, was so nice. He literally never wore a shirt that couldn't have fit one more of him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Even his shoes were like maybe three sizes. Really? Everything was. I mean, yeah, he had like just like like basketball shoes oh, on. Sure, Do you sure, know sure, what I mean? Sure, sure. Yeah, and then like real baggy like light khaki chinos oh yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. there was definitely a super wide pocket somewhere on those pants yeah he had a bowl cut disc man with like that weird bit in back it was like a bowl mullet yeah yeah a bullet (laughs) (laughs) number one with a bullet matthew lawrence right yeah right joey lawrence's brother oh joey lawrence's brother yeah Yep. You mentioned that during the movie, and I didn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah. And he was in Boy Meets World. Yeah. I'm a genius. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Uh, yeah, his outfits were bananas. Uh, even some of Robin Williams' shirt choices were very just like, oh, all right, that's what an adult man wore in 1993. Yeah. yeah. There was one point where I don't, I can't remember which character it was, but I felt like every piece of item of clothing he was wearing was linen. It was like the same fabric, but it was like different colors. It was like a linen coat with a linen vest and then a linen like shirt oh, and then a linen tie. Nice. Yeah, and Robin Williams's character figures out life except how to dress for court. Yeah. Ooh. Like, come on. He actually looked more cartoonish in the second court scene. Oh, but you got to remember, guys. It's the 90s. That's true. Fair <laughs> point. It is the 90s. They do talk about that. They let some... us know it's the 90s. Yeah. 
when they allude to maybe having a foursome. Something like maybe that. I was reading oh. too far into that. Maybe just like <laughs> at least a threesome. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Of just finding oh, some women for I an thought, old man. I thought it was like I thought it was like oh you get someone I get someone. Well, he had deal. to clarify though. Because after Robin was like, sure, it's the 90s. like, no, I mean a woman for me. And then oh. slammed another scotch whiskey. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely like threesome talk. Hey. Classic 90s. 90s. Yeah. Um, let's run down <clears throat> Beth's opening predictions. Oh, yeah. Robin Williams' movie? Nailed it. Yes. Got it. Divorce? Crushed he it. gets no custody? 98% Mostly. there. Yeah. He gets one day a week. Saturdays. I mean, that's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's a nanny character. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Knew it. Hilarity ensues. Mm, mm, yeah. Some. Yeah. Also a tragedy. I'd say a hilarity. lot of tragedy. I caught myself uh, not laughing too often, but I did have a <laughs> smile on my face for many of the scenes. Oh, you that? Uh, I was kind of like nodding and yeah. smiling. Like, Dan uh-huh. sat closest to me, and he can probably confirm that there were often times where I would just mutter, that's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. the rest of the time I was muttering, no, stop it. Stop laughing. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah. Molly kind of lost it. Molly spent most of the movie looking at her phone and swearing. Yeah. I, I actually think that, like, from an outsider's perspective, that this might be the movie that Molly has hated the most that we've ever watched. Uh, yeah. 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 I, and I feel like, uh, Beth, during the movie, you mentioned City Slickers. Yes. And I feel like we got City Slickered. That we definitely got City Slickers. It's Slicker. a yeah. 90s movie that you expect will be funny. Right. Yeah. And it is, but mostly it's by the power of one actor who's meant to make everything funny yeah. and to carry yep. all the humor. Yes. Uh, those plus the hysterical gender-bending situations, right. which aren't funny anymore. Yeah. Anyway, um, but also uh, it was just tragic. It was just serious a lot divorce of real talk. talk. A lot of real talk. A lot of real oh talk. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean... You know, I love to tease about divorce talk just because sure. uh, it's become a bit and it's really fun. But I will say for... <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think... But, but hold on. But I, I had parents who should have gotten a divorce sure. and did not and had a really similar dynamic as these parental figures. As so Daniel was, and Miranda. Yes. Yeah. And, and it was very painful to watch it play out. Yeah. And those fight scenes were very realistic. And exhausting. Yeah, yeah, I I think they actually did a really good job of showing people who have a bad marriage. Yeah. Like in a realistic way. Yeah, it was very, there wasn't, it didn't go so far at any point where they're just like, we are being on, we are being movie angry with each other. Yeah. It very much felt like these are people who have been having this argument for years. Yeah. yeah. And Robin Williams was making bad choices, but not so bad that you're like, you don't believe him? Yeah. Like, like he, he wasn't was like a, an asshole. Yeah. He, he just, just clearly was not listening to her yeah, for most of their marriage. Kind of had his head up his own ass. Yeah. I wonder, well, okay, so I can, <laughs> I'm going to bring up divorce talk. Well, somebody has to. <laughs> I mean, that was I mean, it's hard to talk about Yeah. All of this movie, but, maybe. Yeah. Like, so the movie was in 93, so maybe it's not the right timing for people in this room, but... <laughs> Maybe. I don't oh, I know. see. I see what you're saying. Like, but if you were a child at that saw this movie and your parents were going through divorce, and there's this long speech at the end about divorce and uh-huh. how like sometimes parents are better people when they're apart, and that doesn't mean that they love you and all that kind of stuff. There's so much divorce talk in the whole movie. <laughs> like, if that was helpful to any children of that time who 
were going through that. Do you know what I mean? Probably. I mean, it's a good, the ending message is a good one. Yeah. Um, like, don't bro. worry. Don't personalize it. It's not your fault. Your yeah. parents are still, like, your parents. Yeah. And, and they... like, don't, it's okay that they're apart and yeah. maybe it's better because for many yeah. cases it is. Yeah. And right? families, like, can be any sort of arrangement. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Family. As Family. We, as we would learn. Yeah. Seven to twenty years later, whatever <laughs> the Fast and Furious franchise. Seven <laughs> to twenty years. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. What was it? when did this come out? Ninety-three. I. I think we're we're getting there. We're almost there. Like we're definitely like within the realm of like being sat down with mother and father. Being told that mother and father were separating. Uh, I think, I don't know. I feel like this movie, this movie definitely, I never have thought of this movie as like, oh, I totally resonated with this yeah. film personally yeah, because of that element of the story. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> you resonated with like, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. I resonated with like, throwing limes at Pierce Brown. <laughs> Yeah. Like, and oh, having your fake lines. breasts light on fire. Right, because... Did any of us guess limes? No. no. I think Orange was the closest. Plum grapes. <laughs> what did I citrus say? fruit. I said half, half an apple. apple. <laughs> grapes. Yeah. I mean, oranges was, a, was an option. Yeah. In the stack of fruit next to him, yeah. there was limes, lemons, orange. But structurally... I mean, he's going to grab the lime. Got to oh, grab the lime. pineapple on top. That would have oh, been sure. amazing. Right. You think there's a take? You think in the wish. NC-17 take, it's just Pierce Brosnan <laughs> yeah. getting clocked with a pineapple? It's like a blood spray. And he falls into the pool, face down, blood flowing yeah. out of his head it's while like, children did scream. Good job. License to kill. Yes. Maybe? And license to thrill with your slightly open shirt. It's like all the That might be Timothy Dalton. What are we talking about? What are you talking about? It's for all of them. Oh, you mean which movies he was in? Yeah. He was in GoldenEye for sure. Oh, yeah, that's him. He was in GoldenEye and then forward until Tomorrow Never Dies. Yes. And another one. Michelle Yeoh, I think. Sure. She's in one of them. Fan of the... Not fan. In a movie we did. But fans of, she's a fan of all the movies yeah. we ever did. Yeah. Friend wow. of the podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then she was in a movie we yeah. talked about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Michelle, tweet at us. Yeah. Oh. Hashtag. Yo, yo. That's sure. it. It's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys just seem sad about it. I'm sorry I took that away from you. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> this movie was distributed by. 20th Century Fox, Correct. right? Yep. None, None of us got it. None it wasn't Marvel. Marvel. It was such a bigger film studio. Who knew? Than yeah. Paramount or TriStar? Yeah. yeah. Paramount's as big, right? They've, I mean, if you noticed, Paramount is not really... I mean, in 93? Even then, I don't know. Tweet at us distribution <laughs> heads. <laughs> I feel like Fox is on their meteoric rise at this point. Mid-90s? Maybe. Yeah, is it like Simpsons are hitting big? And... Right? They probably own some very successful film that just yeah. came out. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, you and I wondered what would be the top comedic moments. Uh-huh. The meatball landing on the table, which was a shrimp. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Was a dud for everyone else except for me. 
<laughs> which was half I enjoyed it, but half I was trying to be like, ha ha, funny, right? <laughs> I do think it's cute though. That girl is adorable. Oh, she oh. was amazing. Oh, that girl is amazing. Mara Wills. Yeah, she's the star of this movie. Yes. Well, Robin Williams is great too. Sure. Yeah. Shelley Fields. But she great absolutely too. nailed. She's every really single good moment. at being an adorable young child. Yeah. Number one line for me. Yep. Diarrhea Forever. <laughs> oh, and she killed <laughs> Diarrhea Forever. Yeah. She was so good at that read. Uh, there's yeah. got to be a gif of it out there somewhere. Yeah. Gif? A gif? Gif. 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 Bone phone. Bone phone. Okay, okay. <laughs> Do you think that was the audition? It was like, Diarrhea Mara, forever. just say Diarrhea Forever. <laughs> yeah. Like you're terrified you're going to get it. Yeah. Uh, are we talking about high comedic moments? The highest comedic moments? Sure, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't I don't know which is better, fruiting or meatballs. Oh, fruiting is just terrible. No Not matter it. how many times. Are I we talking about the I actual don't... phrase fruiting or the throwing of a lime at Pierce Brosnan? Because <laughs> that's where I feel there's a gray scene, area. Yeah. Right, the scene in general. Uh, Even the throwing wasn't that it good. It was not that good. Yeah, what was, okay, what was the scene that we laughed the hardest at? Ooh. Oh, I mean... I think we were most delighted by the character that embodied your product. Oh, yes. If we're going to get into it. If we're talking about like com- unintentional comedic highs, it's absolutely who we have decided is Joe Prado, Catherine Transportation. Daniel Hillerman, or whatever his name is, Robin Williams' character, gets yeah. a job at a TV studio or just like a big studio that produces a bunch of shit. Yeah. Uh, and his job is apparently to take a bunch of old film canisters, bring them over to a truck, and ship them out. Yeah. But his boss is, I think, what all of us assumed was the, like, platonic ideal of Joe Prado. Yeah. It's just, like, a squat man in, like, a leather cap yeah. who is very terse. Yeah. He gets down to business. Oh, he really does. Like, circular, big circular so glasses. So good. I mean, yeah. he literally, at one point, like, interrupts Robin. He's just like, hey, like, you gotta get those film canisters to the truck. Like, he's like... Uh, you know, yeah. he's watching the clock. He's the captain. He's the captain. He's the captain. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. He was so good. He was really good. I mean, we projected a lot on <laughs> but... but that was definitely the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I think the highest comedic moment for me that was actually in the movie was when uh, Miramax co-founder Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Uh, so sorry. Harvey Fierstein? Do we know how to pronounce it? Fierstein. I was Fierstein. Fierstein. I can't remember. He. I remember. I can't remember which exchange he has with Robin Williams. But he just mutters like, "Why wasn't I an only child?" I was like, "That's great. Good job, that's Harvey." That's a good joke. Yeah, yeah. That's. A, I think I did say that's, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. Sunfield yes. got one great joke slash sick burn in. Which one? Part of the thing uh, where it's in front of Mrs. Doubtfire. She makes some funny joke about like you would know. Oh, if. Uh, I know you wouldn't speak ill of your husband oh, in front child- of your children. Yeah. So in that case, I'd never see them. That was a good joke. And yeah. it just, it has to fall flat for the sake of the movie. But I was like, I would really like for Sally Field to get to be the funny one. She did a minutes. really good job. Yeah. She did. Right. And, you know, I was thinking about, I was watching because Sally Field can play characters so, I mean, obviously, I, I'm not, this isn't like a breaking news or anything, but she Flashing news graphic flies to the screen. Quick, get that news in there. We gotta get it for the five o'clock. Breaking news, breaking news ticker, breaking news ticker. We now go to Molly Chase for a Total Recall exclusive. Sally Fields is a great actress. Yes. But I feel like she could. Tragedy struck today when a truck overturned. Okay, sorry. 
Um, but she um, she's such a great actress, and she really uh, pulls back the reality of her presentation for this comedy. Yes. Like, she does a really beautiful job of playing realistic-ish, but not so much that it would be, like, crushing every moment. Because, yeah, I mean, so much of this was really heavy. Yeah. And a lot of the levity was through, like, bra puns, and I just... I have a question about bras. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, clearly this is, this is the, panel, the panel of experts here. <laughs> so, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire yes. is comprised of Robin Williams' yep. body. Yes. What? Covered in a like a woman's like body suit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then he wears a bra. Yes. But my question is, why is he wearing a bra mm-hmm. when he's when he has a bodysuit on? Like mm-hmm. the bodysuit already has built-in support in that that's what it's made to look like. Yeah. So, I mean, why do any of us wear bras? Right. Like, I mean, Am I right, ladies? Yeah. Let's dish. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a possible answer for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Robin Williams' brother. Miramax founder Harvey Weinstein is a professional. So what does he do? He builds a bodysuit where the fake breasts have a little bit of a realistic uh, behavior to them, right? And also he probably says to him, he's like, Daniel, if you want to be a convincing old 60-year-old nanny, you have to have occasional visible bra straps. Or they're never going to believe it. Sure. Sure. I'll buy it. But I feel like if the bra strap is showing, so is the bodysuit. Good point. So. I mean, I sp- and it's never she- like she's wearing like a little t-shirt or something where you would get the indication yeah. of a bra strap underneath it. I-, I don't know. I just felt like it was all for the bit. Because you mostly... do like a stay abreast of the situation. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Everything is a pun. <sighs> for at least two scenes, it's yeah. like any item he touches, it becomes the next sentence yeah. that he's going to say. Because he's an incredible improviser. Honestly, it was a pretty impressive pun density in yeah. the scene where he's... Yes. Frantically changing from Mrs. Doubtfire back into Daniel Hildebrands, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he's like, they're real legit sentences that make sense for him to say, but yes. they're all puns yeah. on things that are we are seeing. So credits either to the screenwriters or maybe Robin Williams, because yeah. I could totally see him just being like, I'm just going to touch things and say things out loud. I think I just have an aversion to fake stupid tension. So the entire movie? So most of the movie, yeah. Yeah. Except for the serious discussions about marriages falling apart and child custody. There was just not a lot of, like, place to run. You just wanted this movie to be, was it Steel Magnolias? No, what's that about? (laughs) What's the one that's about divorce? I don't know. War of the Roses? Kramer versus Kramer? Am I thinking of War of the Roses? Probably. They get a divorce. That's an ugly divorce. Yeah. I went to go see that in the theater. Profoundly disappointed. Once again, thought it was going to be funny. It was not. <laughs> what are we talking about? Divorce, divorce movies. movies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And nothing in the description says this is a divorce movie. No. Don't watch it. Molly, remember that it's terrible. It's never You want those IMDb <laughs> tags? You want IMDb tags to be like, Molly, remember this is terrible? Listen. Do you need some like memento tattoos? <laughs> oh, yeah. Freaky Friday. Mrs. Doubtfire. Most of Tokyo Drift. <laughs> City Slickers. Hey. Oy. 
every movie your friends suggest for your podcast that you pretend to enjoy. Yep. <laughs> uh, to Molly's original point, before we completely derailed it, yeah, uh, I agree that Sally Fields did a really good job. Is it Field or Fields? Sally, Sally Fields. Field. Tweet at us. <laughs> Hashtag Field or Fields. Yeah. Please, either Sally Fields or... As always, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. If you know and you just want to let us know, please. Hashtag, it's Fields, you idiot, or it's Fields, you idiot. And then, of course, hashtag, I am Channing Tatum. (laughs) (laughs) Or your classic bit, hashtag Google it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, she did a really, to your point, Molly, I think she did a really good job of playing like the, you know, she's like the responsible, like straight, you know, straight man of the comedy character but she also like you know very i mean this was a comedy in the 90s which means she could have very easily gone into like oh you know stick up her butt like like this lady's just too strict and too you know what i mean like it's it'd be so easy to just like fall into that stereotype of just like i'm crushing all your fun i'm the bad wife of this couple or whatever you know i don't know because that happens all the time oh yeah yeah, I mean, you know, and she signals so big that at yeah. first it took me aback. Like the opening scene where you where you see her, or the scene where you see her for the first time, she is uh, getting the news that her old beau, yes. who has oh. become incredibly successful, Stu. has Stu <laughs> has asked about her, and she is just immediately like, oh, oh. I mean, that's a pretty good impression. Yeah. Yes. Um, really but good. you know what I mean? I was just like, oh, okay, so this is a children's movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then it turns out <laughs> that she's actually yeah, I do know what you mean. plays a real human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's a great job. And I think retroactively you realize that her original reaction was, oh, Stu is a very prominent professional person in the industry of whatever it is. And it's only when he shows up where she's like, oh, he's actually Pierce Brosnan and very attractive. <laughs> and she tries to keep it professional. I know. He basically sexually harasses yeah. her. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. There's so much sexual harassment that goes uncalled out in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, let's jump to Creep Supreme. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> bus driver. Old bus, bus driver. driver. <laughs> Who is disgusting. Right? Uh, Robin Williams, as Mrs. Doubtfire, gets yes. on the bus twice. twice. Two scenes with it. And both, like, the first time, she's fixing her stockings, so I guess that's a signal to Creepo <laughs> that he can make some comments to her. Uh, but when she gets on, he does this lean oh, back over the seat and this, just, like, leers at her. Yeah, and it's like this, it's a lean that is, like, so deliberate and intense where it is very clearly, like, I am turning my body so far from the steering wheel, there is literally no way I can do my job while we have yeah. this conversation. Yeah. I was saying, if I was sitting in the back oh of that bus, I'd be so pissed off. Yeah. I'd be like, go! We've been sitting here for five minutes yeah. while you flirt with this can woman. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Daniel's boss saw that bus driver's behavior? Which boss? Joe Prado. Oh, Joe Prado. <laughs> can you imagine? He'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You're going to stop transporting the good citizens of what city were they in? San Francisco. San Francisco? Because you're trying to get laid? You're on the clock. You're fired. You're a transport. <laughs> yeah. And then later he catches a glimpse of Robin Williams' hairy thighs. Yes. And instead of being disgusted, he says he likes that look in a woman, that Ooh. Mediterranean yes. style. Ooh. So natural. <laughs> And he's just so disgusting. I mean, the guy plays it well. He does. To that guy's credit, like he does a really good job yeah. of being creep supreme. Creep bus supreme. Driver. 
Anyway, Pierce Brosnan is not as creepy as maybe you might guess from yes. the role he plays Correct. in this movie. Correct. He could have been, it could have, he could have, they really could have hammered in like, this is a bad man. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't, if they're going to do that, then they end the movie with them getting back together. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which they didn't. Right, which is which why. I think it's a good move oh, yeah. for this movie. Oh, yeah. That'd be horrifying if they got back yeah. together. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I, Thanks a lot, Twister. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good point. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Beth, you were going to say something. Beth, Beth, Molly wants you to talk. Beepity, 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 Breaking news. I forgot what I was going to say. Right, I talked over Beth again and she forgot what she was going to say. Classic uh, podcast dynamic. Uh, speaking of Pierce Brosnan not, turning out to not be as bad of a bad man. Not at all bad, really. Uh, yeah. But he's actually like, like pretty. Super cool. Yeah. Like, like there's even there's even the scene right before the run by Fruity. Yeah, that's where I was going. Oh, good. This is, I want, because this, this like, is this is my, this is my MVP <laughs> of the movie is Ron who's apparently friends with Stu Pierce Brosnan. Who is that guy? I don't know. But he's just like sitting at the bar, casual as a, I don't know. Cucumber? Sure. (laughs) Casual as a cucumber cucumber on top of a tower of of produce on a plate on a bar. Anyway. That's the same. But he's literally just sitting there and he's just like, Stu, who's that lady you're with? And he's just like, oh, that's, you know, I'm with her. It's like, oh, you with a lady with kids? And he just basically describes... All of the assumptions you might have about Pierce Brosnan's character, yeah. and even maybe describes like that he used to be that character, literally, so that Pierce Brosnan has the opportunity to be like, "No, I actually really like these kids, and I want to be with them. I'm getting older. It'd be nice to settle down." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, Ron. It's just like so good. Oh, we need to flesh out this character more. <laughs> Let's have a six-line conversation that tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then never see Ron again. Oh. And then we'll throw fruit at him. Yeah, yeah. to break yeah. it up. Because people yeah. probably fell asleep during that time. Yeah, right. Oh, Ron, snooze. I feel like my favorite Pierce Brosnan moment, though, came at the very end, the mm. last time we see him, which is at the restaurant, after yes. he has been the recipient of the Heimlich Maneuver, which has saved his life. Yes. Um, but his life was also endangered by the person who saved it, which yes. is, who is Robin Williams. And he just does this very, like, proper British... All right, then. Yeah. And like a quick handshake and leaves, and it's wonderful. Yeah. Do you think he... Broke up with her? Yes. Yes. Okay. I think so. Yeah? yeah. There's Why? too much baggage. Too much baggage? Oh. oh, so there is too much baggage. That's what Ron said. It's yeah. just like, oh, she's got but a lot of baggage. it's not the kids. It's she's got a psycho husband who, without her consent, has invaded oh, sure. their home. So basically, you're saying Pierce Brosnan is a coward. No. He yeah. seems pretty cool uh, Robin Williams at the end, though. Yeah. He's yeah. like, well, that might have just been... to meet you, and goodbye. Yeah. Now he's got to reconcile, like, all the weird comments that oh, Mrs. Doubtfire made about his genitalia. That's true. <laughs> of which there's, like... A lot. Way too many. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, there are a lot of conversations that the adults had to reconcile once they realized who Mrs. Doubtfire was. Oh, the absolute betrayal. Oh. I mean, because Mrs. Doubtfire presses... Uh, Sally, Sally's character yep. uh-huh. to um, Miranda. Miranda. She's a real Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Are we dishing right Let's now? About what bras. are bras about? <laughs> 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 
But she presses her to talk about the sex life she yeah. had with her husband. Yes. Yeah, that's... There's lots of... Yeah. Also, uh, in that restaurant scene, you find out that Pierce Brosnan is allergic to pepper, yes. and then... Robin Williams puts pepper on his meal in order to murder him. Like a cartoonish <laughs> amount of cayenne pepper. Yeah, which, again, I said this when we were watching the movie, I have a huge problem with because he has, it's like so much pepper. Yeah. He's allergic to pepper. Yeah. Assuming he has an anaphylactic reaction, his throat would start to close. And yeah. that's why he would begin choking. But he instead is choking on a piece of shrimp and is completely, like, not affected by the pepper in any way. Yeah, I think the choking part, you could at least hand wipe away of, like, well, it got lodged in his throat as it was closing up. But that would also mean, then, that once they fell to the ground in a scene we didn't see, Robin Williams used the Heimlich maneuver and then immediately and then, grabbed an EpiPen yeah, and yeah. jammed it into Pierce Brown. Okay, <laughs> then I believe it. Here yeah. about Here's an alternate uh, proposition for sure. you. He is not allergic to pepper, but instead is just a big wuss when it comes to spice. Oh. But doesn't want to admit that in front of Miranda. Yes. So says, I'm allergic to pepper, when really he just can't handle the heat. Okay. I bet so that's what it is. The kitchen. And then I bet he was it... surprised by the heat yes. when he took a bite yes. and he inhaled inhale. and a shrimp went in there. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a t-shirt. I would actually absolutely buy that because Pierce Brosnan is from an island that we discussed in the first half. Yep. Uh, which stereotypically is known for its blander food. Right. Mm. So perhaps his palate has not been trained for the spice of a cartoonish amount of cayenne pepper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now I believe it. All right. This yeah. whole story is believable. Now. Yes. Yeah. Every part of the story is believable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's both too believable and too unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. There's like you have to suspend just like one. The suspension of belief has to be that it's fine that he tricked everybody in, like, a fairly sinister way. Yes. And And invasive. Yeah. And, like, once it's like, okay, it's fine because he loves his kids. Yeah. And if you can just compartmentalize that, then it's like, oh, these people are having real emotions and deal with it. And it's, like, just a messy situation for everybody. But they'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. If you could forget that he, yeah, lied to everybody and invaded someone's home. Yeah. Like, every... (laughs) interaction they have with mrs doubtfire if mrs doubtfire were an actual person you're like oh this is a sincere like this is a sincere evolution for like these kids as they're like reconciling their feelings for like their divorce of their parents but then yeah then again you have to remember like oh no that is her actual father in a bunch of makeup uh i have a very important question okay like there were i mean obviously like we had a lot of questions throughout this movie about how things happened how things worked here's my the crucial question I had in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so court appointee, lady character actor who's actually in a lot of movies, and yep. she's great. Yep. Uh, I don't know her name. No. I'm so sorry. Channing Tatum, please tell me. Yep. <laughs> uh, she shows up. She's also in Liar Liar. Sure. In a very similar role. Interesting. Ooh. I mean, in that she's... Like a professional... <laughs> like a humorless... Elderly or... Humorly. Elderish. Not humorless, but like... Is kind of responsible. The, yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like a responsible woman in the life of an irresponsible man. That's mm. not like every role for women. <laughs> Am I right, Hello. ladies? Also in real life. Yes. <laughs> We're a bunch of 35 year old Mirandas. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so she shows up right after Robin Williams has first been Mrs. Doubtfire for the first time. Yep. Still in costume. Has to 
improvise. This is right before the pun run. Yeah. He has to tell her, like, oh, I'm his sister. I'm visiting, blah, 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 blah. He takes off the mask. He takes off everything. And then he has to go make her an authentic English cup of tea. He runs in there with the wig. The mask has fallen out of the window and been comedically crushed by a truck. At that point, she comes in. He knows she's there. He needs a face. He smashes his face into a cake. The famous, hello, hello. Who made the cake? <laughs> he has not yet mastered cooking. Let's start, let's start about. I have a prediction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my prediction is that uh, the cake mm-hmm. was from the birthday party. Do you think the leftover cake? The cake from the birthday party was a soccer-themed cake. Yeah, but eaten by a horse. Yeah. Wait. Oh yeah. Didn't she say that she bought a cake just for like? Yeah, she walks in with a pink pastry box. Is it pink? Yeah. Well, Well, the box is pink. Maybe she. Maybe they're cleaning up afterward, and she's like, "You just take the cake." Oh. Like it literally and figuratively. And then he makes a joke about it. Yeah. And then she says, "Never mind. Get your own cake." No, it was a big rectangular cake with a soccer ball in the middle, and the horse ate it. Too much time has passed. But was that her cake that she brought? Yeah. Guys, too much time has passed for that to be the same cake. I don't know. He's like a. I'm just a single man. Exactly. And he has the mind of a child. So when he stocks his own fridge, he just puts in birthday cake. So we're saying, we are operating under the premise that after they have separated, after they have gone to court, he goes to the house and dialogue-free grandma character is giving him his box full of shit and then just says, also take this chunk of birthday cake that your horse ate. No, the horse eats a different cake. I think there's two cakes. No, there aren't. Why would there be two cakes? That doesn't make any sense. Because he has a cake for the party that he's throwing that has a soccer ball because he's fun. No, No, she she brought brought the soccer soccer ball ball cake. cake. Are you sure? Yes. 100% positive. That's why she's so mad at the horse. Because she brought the thing and and she sets it down. She sets it down. Horse comes in, starts munching that soccer ball. And then she kicks the horse. Oh, I thought she walked into the living room and the horse was already eating a cake. No. I also thought that. No. What were you doing? Because that was the whole idea. Is like she, her oh, version of fun. <laughs> her version of fun because she is a good mother. She <laughs> might not be as fun. She might be a little strict, but she still bothered to get a personalized, thematic cake for her son, mm-hmm. even though she knows he should be focusing more on his studies yeah. and not so much on sports. Mm-hmm. But she still knows that he's passionate about soccer, so she got a special soccer-themed cake. Her husband's horse just comes in <laughs> and ruins it. Yeah. I love that she's able to just basically dismiss a police officer. Okay, yeah. You Let's talk, talk about, about that some for a second. Serious privilege. Holy shit. We are to under- just hanging he's out just- the <laughs> sitting there. We are to understand that there is a mo first of all, there's a mobile petting zoo in front of their place. Yeah. And yeah. the people who run that petting zoo have no control over their animals. Clearly. <laughs> no, they're just like Walking around yeah. the street and then and a house. Yeah, and how did that horse get inside the house? Great question. Okay. <laughs> and then neighbor lady is like, "Get out of here! You're eating my garden, bunny, or whatever." Yeah. She goes in. She calls corporate clown's office. She says, "Hello, let me speak to whoever." Miranda. Right. So I assume what that means. We're to under- assume that means that she calls that doesn't get a quick enough response. She's like, "I'm calling the police." Yeah. And apparently, it's 1993. They're in a predominantly white neighborhood. So a police officer pulls up to a house where there are literally horses outside. And he just gets out and leans calmly on the car until Sally Fields comes home. At which point he's like, hey, do you know you're not supposed to have these animals here? Also, there's a noise complaint. Yep. So his, his decision was, 
I'm going to wait for the woman of the house to come home and make her take care He's of it. He's a progressive policeman. And the, but then the way she takes care of it is like, oh, no, I'll I'll, I'll register that noise complaint. And she just keeps walking. Yeah. yeah. And she just dismisses this dude and he yeah. sort of shrugs and goes back to his car. Yeah, but true Sally feels credit, I would dismiss that cop too. I'd be like, you've been standing here for half an hour while I drove home through rush hour traffic? Yeah, he should have been in the living room firing his pistol at the ceiling yeah, exactly. to get everybody's attention. Exactly. He should have been putting a horse in a headlock, <laughs> wildly firing his gun here, and saying, hey, listen to me. Party's over. I am the law. <laughs> Uh, to answer another question of what was I doing while the horse was eating the cake, yeah. I was thinking about how that scene was not as good as the Gremlins bar scene. Oh, sure. <laughs> it reminded me of that. Yeah, Like, there okay. was a kid swinging from a chandelier. <laughs> there and was? was? Uh, yeah, there was. He is my MVP. I yeah. did not kid. see that kid. Oh, yeah. from a chandelier. I didn't see that. Yeah, I was too Beth focused and I was on the animals. So yeah. we missed the, the cake eating. No, oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. While you two were thinking about hey, the cake, we were noticing I things. noticed that one kid, because I was like, he looks a little tired, like it's not the first take, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be... have been hanging from the chandelier for hours. Oh, that would be amazing. Be like, Mrs. Mrs. Burnside, please, just one more take. Please let me put Bobby on the chandelier for one more take. I know we're I know we're racing against the clock right now. I know there are union rules. You think Bobby Burnside was in this movie? Is that a real person? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said... Mrs. Burnside, can we put Bobby in the thing one more time? Yeah. You're talking to his his mom, I'm assuming? Yeah. Is Bobby Burnside a real Bobby person? Burnside. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The joke, Dan, is that we all pretend like we know who Bobby Burnside yeah. is. See, the issue I'm having is I often will just make up random connections that I don't realize are real things and yep. then say them out loud, like Must how nice. I accidentally make puns all the time. <laughs> So I thought, oh, is Bobby Burnside a famous actor or a famous public figure that I should know oh, about? Okay, cool, cool, cool. We bet. That's a good joke. <laughs> Hold on. For the record, Beth, that was a good joke. <laughs> and we know when I say that, yeah. it's the peak of comedy. <laughs> we bet that he would be catcalled. Yeah. I don't think he was. He was creep called. He was yeah. creepily uh, bus driver. Yeah. Isn't cat. We all know this because we're 35 year old women, yeah. but. Yeah. Isn't cat gallying when I feel like someone's got to be not really, you're not really having a one-on-one interaction as much as someone's passing by and making a comment? Uh, no, not necessarily. Usually you are initially passing by, mm-hmm. and they make a comment as you walk by them. Yeah. yeah. But then sometimes they follow you. Right. Sure. Which I would say is a more ramped up version. Yeah. So like cat calling and more like. Stalking. Harassment. Stalking harassment. Yeah. 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 So we're saying that no catcalling. Because I feel like bus driver sort of leapfrogged yeah. over a lot of those steps. Went straight yep. to harassment. Yeah, straight I would, to yeah. Harassment. I would call that yeah, I would call that more harassment than he does do yes. He does do a double take with that lady during the dude it looks like a lady montage. Yes. Oh yeah. And park. almost crashes his bike that his five year old is on the back oh, of. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh he no. also winks. He also winks at uh, an attractive young lady at the fruit bar. He tries to buy her a drink. Yeah. I feel like she is so rude. The the woman. But he was so creepy. He was like leering he, at her. Yeah. It's but, a, yeah. Like, okay. Like if an old if woman leered old, at you. I don't, like if an old woman was looking at me like that and then winked 
I would think she's like, oh, she reminds me of my granddaughter. Really? Yes. That's the face that you feel like Robin well, Williams was making? No, but I don't know her, I guess. But if she's like, it's on me, I'd be like, oh, no, thank you. Like, I'd be polite about it. But and so she's like, no, thanks. He didn't say it that way. Because yeah. he said, it's on me. Like, it was all sure, he did say it in this, like, manly. sexual way. Yeah. It was okay. very sexual. Here's what I'm thinking I'm thinking that woman is the. Uh, smartest adult in the movie and just like oh it's just a guy dressed up like Elvis. <laughs> like immediately she just knew immediately it's yeah. just like that's oh, just some guy dressed as Elvis. trying to catch some tail at the pool bar yep. yeah okay <laughs> see you every day right. not giving her uh, credit oh. the moment when his two older children figure out that the jig is up Ooh, yeah. figure oh. out the jig Solve the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know they were the trying to. Okay. They, they freak out and <laughs> think that he is a criminal that's going to kill them. Or something. Or something like that. Yeah. Like they're afraid for their life and want to hit him with a tennis racket. Yep. And my first reaction to that was like, oh, okay, we're having panic about uh, trans or trans panicking. Yeah. But then they're also children, yeah, and like not exposed to that. So maybe that's a that's yeah. an actual well, reaction that ten year olds would have. Yeah, I don't know. Thoughts? It was. I I feel like the the way that the movie portrayed it, it did seem like like a trans panic kind <laughs> of thing. But it, uh, I think in reality, if you thought that a like a I don't know seventy something year old woman was in your house and said, "I am like." I don't know. Yeah. I guess I don't know now that I think about it. It's almost like the screenwriters of a movie in 1993 never would have even considered the nuance of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that would be a big enough difference that you would that they would be shocked. Sure. But then to immediately go into like a you're going to kill us mode. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like was maybe what was so like, well, I don't know, it was hard to understand. Mhm. With 2017 eyes, yeah. it was like, oh boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also, if if the if in the reality it is a uh, elderly trans woman, mm-hmm. would she be peen standing up? Maybe. Maybe. Like if that's what she's comfortable doing and prefers that's doing. Still her but, truth. But sure. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's something I don't know. But this yeah. movie didn't handle that. No. No. Well. <laughs> that, yeah. That I wasn't don't know even. If we are either. That wasn't even like taken into account. Right. Right. Like that. Like, in reality, maybe, maybe that, like, if Mrs. Doubtfire were a trans woman and the son walked in, like, she would, ha- like, ex- like talk to him about it probably. Right. And mm-hmm. say like, yeah, like. This is the parts that I have, but I am a woman. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. the character of Mrs. Doubtfire, as she is portrayed, probably would be able to have like a very civil yeah. and like honest conversation about it. Uh, but it was 1993, and at the end of the movie, there is no distinction when the judge takes away all custody from Rod Williams about what elements of his behavior that he's so terrible, yeah, like so concerned was... about, mm-hmm. and that also had some problematic implications to it. They sort of. Uh, they kind of dance around. They do. Um, they do. 
to their credit, maybe. No. Or not. But yeah, they don't, don't they know. never come out and are like, you're a deviant because right. you put women's clothing yeah. on. Like, there's never that yeah. moment of like, but we can't have this. But there's also the nothing. Values. Yeah. There's nothing to push against that either. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the judge's words are so like, the lifestyle choices that you've made yeah. are are deviant, basically. Yeah. Right? He doesn't use the word deviant, but Robin it feels Williams very. Does. Later. He does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he's talking about how he has to have supervised visits with his children. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you think that's explicitly pointing at you dressed up like a woman or like you majorly deceived your family? I feel like you would say that differently because yeah. I feel like lifestyle choice. Yeah, that's where I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. It's almost always tied to sexuality mm-hmm. and yeah. judgment that's about a good that. Point. Yeah. So, so that's where it was really like a little arresting to watch because yeah. I mean, he could easily say you were deceitful and invasive and betrayed the trust of your ex-wife and your children in every conceivable way right like you were basically trespassing in their home yeah every day you know because even like you made up a person like i don't know is that identity theft if you don't steal someone else's identity no fraud fraud maybe to pretend that you're someone else yeah fraud I was I mean, thinking, don't like... Don't we do that every day of our lives? The whole world is paid? She has to be, like, <laughs> fraudulent in some way because she's getting paid. Oh, right. Yeah. Sure. Probably yeah. just There's probably an cash, actual though. crime there. Yeah, oh, probably, yeah, sure. probably Miranda yeah. could go to jail for not paying Social Security tax on those funds. Right. That's presumably that happened she's being in the paid 90s, under the table. Right? right? That happened to one of Clinton's appointees. What? Oh, one of Clinton's appointees got ripped apart because she had paid her... her ex-husband. No. Her, up. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> she had paid her nanny in cash, uh-huh. and she didn't pay Social Security taxes on it, and that was grounds for Republicans um, uh, squashing her nomination oh, to a high office. Interesting. I forget what that was. Different times. Different times. I mean, that seems so, like, <laughs> charming now, right? Yeah. They There were still very problematic themes around... A man dressing up as a woman, mm-hmm. but not as problematic as I would have guessed. Honestly, I would agree with that. It was not as, it was not as like constant as I was afraid it was going to yeah. be. Like I was afraid, like literally every joke was going to be like, "Isn't this weird that I'm doing?" You know, like, "Isn't this weird that me, a man, is pretending to be a woman?" Yeah. By the way, I'm still straight. Yeah, like that's uh, what I was worried about. Like, cause I, cause I remembered. I did like I remember that like his brother is in like a like seemingly a committed homosexual relationship, and I remember that element. And I was worried that was going to be a weird thing too, where there was like that every time he was in a scene together, it was just going to be like, also let me make some ribald comments about the fact that you're gay, and like they mostly stayed away from that. There were definitely a couple of moments was kind of like eh, that's a ninety three joke. Yeah, that's a nineteen ninety three joke right there. Yeah. So yeah, it could have been worse, which I guess is. The highest praise we can give it is like the, the subtitle was, of our show. Yeah, <laughs> subtitle of my yeah. life. Could have been worse. Yeah. Like every media. Because that was like right at Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff was happening right yeah. there. Yeah. Now that I think about it. All right. I mean, now that you're now that you're going back to the Clinton days. Yeah, I mean, that like everything's going back so to much to that. It's true. Like once you're like, okay, he was elected '92. All right, I got it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Those are different times. Different times. Mm-hmm. I have some MVPs. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I don't even know if Joe Dante, the visual representation of Joe, Joe Prado. Joe Prado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I 
I got my joke mixed Please. up. Joe my distinct Joe characters that we do. Yes. Who are clearly very different from each other. It's not like I've basically been doing the Joe Dante voice this whole time, even though I specifically tried to make a different voice for Joe Prado whenever that happened the first time. I feel like Joe Prado started different and then went sort of into just, Joe Dante. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, but Joe Prado loves his wife. Loves his wife. Joe Prado. Oh, there we go. Joe Prado. We're Prado <laughs> transportation. <laughs> Daniel, you gotta get these film canisters over there. All right. We I, get you there, Prado. We don't even need this right now. Uh, that guy. Then the sleepy cameraman when oh, they, so they do good. the first scene of the boring dinosaur show. Yep. Who just like, just a great like nod off. Oh, the fact that the camera it. moved with him was so yeah, good. Really nailed it. Uh, the two neighbor kids that are oh jerks titillated yes. uh, uh-huh. oh yeah uh, pun <laughs> uh, by <laughs> Robin Williams changing yeah. and unchanging and then they they both they laugh at him and then are like honestly a little shocked that yep. his face falls out and you can see like I feel like they feel a little bad for him yeah there's a subtlety to but just the jokey <laughs> teens across the way yeah but then I feel like to me why the, their MVPs is once the mask, like once the mask, like actually like hits the ground, and they see how horrified he is, they laugh at him again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they do a whole roller coaster, and they both have like aggressive like mushroom cut oh, yeah. haircuts yeah. Yeah, and do. like '90s clothes. I don't know, they're great. I love <laughs> Those are mine. They crushed it. Great. Oh, also the two people in lab coats <laughs> that are in the background of the pool party scene. That I feel like is an indicator of something more. Yeah, that you had to rewind the movie so that we could <laughs> oh, all experience. Oh, was a liposuction joke? What? There was one. Or were they valet drivers? I assume they were they're valets, but they valets. were wearing like think... knee-length white coats. Do you think they're like, we need white coats for the valets, and some like intern who was responsible for costumes? For the extras like yeah. costuming yeah. like got these white coats and they're like whatever they're in the background yeah. we'll put them out of focus no one will put see them in the back. nobody ever will pay attention to <laughs> yeah. it and i did or another possibility uh they said we need white coats it was 1993 and apparently all of men's clothing was gigantic <laughs> yeah. that seems the most likely i feel like it was a it was a nod to cosmetic surgery and how because there were so many cosmetic surgery jokes so you think that that pool was like at a cosmetic surgery center no but like you know how you would need like a somebody to like inject you with um stuff yeah on your face, yeah you yep. know I don't know. So you're saying there are two <laughs> medical technicians outside the gate of this pool where, like, if you need just some quick work done before going yeah. in there. Hey, you need some Botox. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you need to tighten up. They open it up. Yeah. Yeah. Lab coat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we validate. I bought that. <laughs> All right, great. Sally Fields. Yes. Um, when she brings... Mrs. Doubtfire to the dinner. Mm-hmm. We all had a big problem with that. Yes, we did. That power dynamic of forcing your employee to mm-hmm. come work for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a problem until the smallest daughter was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And then she was like, Mrs. Doubtfire, can you take her to the bathroom? Right. Because then she's like, you have to... They made it sound like the whole reason that he goes to that dinner in the first place is that he made it... They made it sound like you're our guest and you're part of our family mm-hmm. now and we want you to be mm-hmm. here. And then, like, the first thing she does is, like, work. Like, go take, like, do your nanny work and take yep. my yeah. daughter to the bathroom. Yeah. Interesting class dynamics going on there. Mm-hmm. 
But I also... Uh, also, we should mention, Sally Field is super rich. She has a very nice house in this movie. Walk-in closet, so nice. Yeah. And she must be doing very well in the interior decorating Yes, business. when yeah. working for the corporate clones or clowns, it was unclear what Robin Williams yep. said. Yeah. <laughs> but I... Molly, I think I will agree with how I think you feel. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, ladies? <laughs> We're dishing. Uh, that scene and then the other one, like the, the major panic of swapping back and forths, I was also not thrilled with. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you disagree. But just sort of like it's it was those situations that it's so easy to avoid in a real world. Yeah. yeah. Just be like, oh, no, I, I can't go to that dinner. Because he also has to be there and drink. 11 scotches yes. with the TV executive. <laughs> yes. um, and that's important. That's a big deal for his career. Like yes. That's going to be a big step. And just so as Mrs. Doubtfire say, no, I can't go to that dinner. Like, there's so many reasons that would work. It would be so easy. Yeah. Ego is like a silly reason. Yeah, it's yeah. very... And even, and she could be like, can you please respect my autonomy? Yeah. Lady, I don't work for you. Also, I feel After like... After that hour. It is, un- <laughs> it is not convincing that the same professional actor who could improvise his way through a series of grammatically and situationally plausible puns while panicking <laughs> to change out of his costume while that court lady's there. Yep. Couldn't come up with a better excuse to not go to something than I have bingo? Yeah, yeah. and then to and fold then, right away. And then when she's actually, at, when Mrs. Doubtfire is at the restaurant, she disappears in the bathroom for some time, which to me says, you come back and say, you know, I have diarrhea I forever. I have diarrhea forever. I must be going. I have a, what did it's you just... say? Dicky tum? You've said it to me before. Oh, a dicky tummy. Yeah. That's what they say Ew. in the UK. Uh... <laughs> and what is the UK? I'm sorry. The United Kingdom. And that's a... What is it? Kingdom made up of countries. Okay. Mm. I don't know. That spans multiple islands uh-huh. to... Which are called... All of one. Great Britain and Little Britain. Come on. <laughs> Ooh. God, Little Britain. Britain. Oh. Oh. We are gonna get some harsh tweets. Ireland. We're gonna get some harsh tweets. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. But only part of that, the northern part. Very good. Are there any other little hanger-on islands? Oh my god. (laughs) Like a third one? Oh, you can't be just two islands, right? Okay. There's like a Tasmania of the UK. (laughs) So what I enjoyed about Wait, you're not gonna answer this question? No. I just I just feel like all we can do at this point is embarrass ourselves. I don't mean that in a bad way. Where are that the Falklands? So bad. Are those in the Southern Ooh. Hemisphere? Is that what's your question? The Falklands. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know just either. know. I just know that they had, British. A, they had a big deal with I'm Argentina. I'm gonna say, uh, yeah. going to an American school, I had a terrible geography <laughs> uh, education. Yeah, and yeah. I can't tell you where anything is Great. really. Great. Do you know I, where you are right now? Not really. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm going to look it up since no one will tell me. <laughs> Surprisingly, uh-huh. uh, this movie did pass the Bechdel oh, Wallace yeah. test yeah. by yeah. its chinny chin chin. Yes. Stunning form. Wow. Yes. Um, we were waiting for it and we thought maybe the mother and daughter would speak to each other. But yeah. it turns out the children almost never speak to each other. The only moment is during the trans panic mm-hmm. when the older brother speaks directly to his sister. But yeah. other than that, they are always addressing an adult. Yep. For every single line, which is sort of stunning and amazing. But uh, anyway, it never happens and it doesn't happen. And then almost, what, three quarters of the way through the movie? Oh, like seven-eighths. Seven-eighths of the way through the movie, um, uh, Miranda is interviewing a candidate 
uh, like the, it's a candidate montage for a replacement for Mrs. Doubtfire. And it's a wonderful character actress who goes through this long list of things she does not do. She is speaking directly to Sally Field. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it is not about a male character. It's going really well. And the whole time we're like, please, please have a name. Have a name. Say a name. And then she looks down at her piece of paper and crosses off the name of the character, which was like Paula. Paula Dupre. Dupre. Which is apparently the name of the assistant or associate producer Which means of the thunder. Movie. So I think that was like part of the... Oh, thunder. I thought you said thunder. Me yeah. too. I was like, in what language does Paula's it Paula's bringing the thunder to this movie. <laughs> Boom. Done, Paula's here. <laughs> Boom. It's me, Paula Dupre. <laughs> what if Robin Williams... A distinct character. What if Robin Williams goodwill hunting his way into a better career <laughs> by playing with those dinosaur toys? Also, have you met my brother from England, Joe Dante? <laughs> Oh, in this situation, Joe Dante is putting on women's clothing to be yes. in the movie, Mrs. Joe Dante, Dante, I'm saying Joe Dante is pretending to be other people so that he can have influence in Hollywood, even when he is not technically on a movie. I'll believe it. Many aliases, I, I would I say. It. Paula Dupre, Dick Johnson, maybe Joe Prado. Anyway, so I'm sorry. To all his test. Yes. It does. But like, just, just barely. Oh, we were on the edge of our seats. And uh, I would encourage our listeners at home when you're watching movies, if a movie passes the Bechdel Wallace test, to <laughs> stand up and applaud and dance like we do because yeah. it makes it so fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. we were, we, we cheer on movies, like, is it going to pass? Is it going to yeah. pass? And yeah. it did. And we danced. We were genuinely thrilled that this subpar film. <laughs> Managed to pass the most basic requirement. Take that, yeah. baby driver. All right. Ugh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring the room down. I mean, I have no opinion about that. You've movie. been bringing the room down this entire episode. <laughs> I feel like. oh. Am I right, Mirandas? Yeah. All those three Mirandas agree. Miranda. She's being a real Miranda about it. <laughs> I, I have the Miranda rights. Oh. Well, <laughs> before we get to how we really felt about the oh, movie. Oh, Sally Fields squeezed your tea bag too hard. Thank you. Oh, oh for all sure. those tannins would be coming out. For it sure. would be such a bitter cup of tea. This is how you squeeze out a tea bag. Okay, here we go. Oh, good. This is Dan's Tea Corner. Take your spoon. Take the tea bag out. Rest it on the spoon at like a 45 degree angle. Okay, I'm listening. Then you wrap the string of the tea bag around it to squeeze out the tea bag with the string so you don't have to touch the tea bag at all. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe it's too hot. Or you get your disgusting oils into the tea. Exactly. And then the tea bag is nice and squeezed out. Put it down on the saucer or whatever. Bada boom, boom, done, thunder, bring it. Follow up question. But doesn't, yeah. What if you don't have a spoon? Uh, then what kind of, well, if you don't have a spoon, ooh. <laughs> then, okay. <laughs> I don't know what kind of savage landscape you live in with no spoon with your tea. Why would I need a spoon? Do you still, do you still have a, a string? The little tab in the sure. string? Okay. What if it's like a, what if it's like a PG tips and it's a pyramid shaped bag and there's no string? Oh, well then you- You just have to paw it out. You try and grab it quick like you're grabbing like a trout out of a river. Yeah. And then throw it in the sink. I mean, I guess at that point, if I've got a tent shaped tea bag, I should have a spoon. Right? Yeah. Because otherwise I'm just being an idiot. 
Yeah, but then you can't do the string trick. Anyway, she... She did the string trick. No, she no, was she like just squishing like it with her hands. She squished it into like the spoon with her disgusting human fingers. <laughs> Who knows what they've been all day? It's like a Play-Doh or something. Oh, yeah. boy. I do feel like, though, when you press out all the tea from the tea bag, you get all the most bitter parts get into your teacup. I have do you know what I'm talking idea. about? Tea scientist? Mm, I don't buy it. <laughs> Channum, please I think, I think hashtag us with tea. has flowed through the tea bag oh, completely. Sure. That's the whole steeping process. Yeah. There's not like extra dense tea water. So why are we even squeezing the bag in the first place? Yeah. So it doesn't drip on everything once it's out. I got it. All right. It's not for the tea. It's for the saucer. Or for just your home <laughs> in yeah. general. Yeah. Some teas yeah. specifically tell you not to squeeze the bag. Oh. Thank you. If you enjoyed this, uh, <laughs> donate money to our patron, yeah. and we'll for five million dollars we will do another podcast yes. called Tea Time, yep. tea time. <laughs> where we'll pretend to play golf and drink tea. Yes. Totes, ah. tea time. Tea, Totes time. tea time. We do have on Patreon though some very cool stuff. Yes. We will read your name on the air. We've done that. We have very cool totes bags, tote bags for totes. We call totes, 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 totes. We have um, stickers. Stickers. Mm -hmm. We will write to you a handwritten letter on terrible origami overstock former cards. Sponsor. Former sponsor. Yeah, we don't use the name if they're not sponsors. Redacted, sponsor redacted. <laughs> yeah, we have exclusive content. Exclusive every content. I mean, uh, oh, and we will call you before an episode at certain tiers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So check it out. Okay, you guys don't sound enthusiastic. Patreon.com slash totes Giving money to creatives. You're funding the arts through the internet. Patreon.com. Totes Recall. Yeah. That was an explosion. Done. Speaking of fan engagement, before we get our final ratings yeah. in, we read a review, but we don't have one. Oh, well. No, thank you. Interesting. Hello. 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 So, no Mrs. Doubtfire impressions yep. for you. Sorry. We'd all been working on them for <laughs> um... that one that we all just did. Sure. <laughs> but, Dan, um... you... We all rated the movie a two. <laughs> Dan, you thought you'd be horrified yes. by what was okay in 1993. Yes. Uh, I mean, that is true, but like I said earlier, it was not as much of the movie as I feared it would be. Yeah. Uh, but it was also like, there wasn't a lot to this movie that I was like, this is great. I'm enjoying this despite the problematic elements. It was more just kind of like, eh, it's okay. It's just a 90s movie. So I'm going to say two and a half. Whoa. What was it? Yeah. Hello, Hello, fruit. fruit. Hello, fruit. Yes. Uh, so yeah. it'd be like, hi, fruit. Yeah, it'd still yeah. just be like a like, hey, well, like a hello, <laughs> vegetable. Yeah. Or like, it's like a hello, fruit, but it's uh, it's like a walk by fruit. Like, I'm like, just sort of casually walking by, just kind of like, just sure. Doesn't even make it to Pierce Brosnan's head. Just kind of lands. Rolls up to Ron. Picks it up, eats it like an apple. Ron would. He would. Ugh, what an idiot. Ron. Beth, you also gave it a two because you don't remember it, so it can't be that good. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna up that to a three because wow. I enjoyed it more than I thought it was going yep. to. Uh, mostly the performances by Robin Williams and Mara Wilson. I thought that they were really enjoyable, and I uh, I. Like I said, I was not laughing at a lot of the moments, but I did have a smile on my face because I found a lot of it delightful. But then I would like be smiling, and then there'd be something that'd be like a very '90s joke, <laughs> like that's not funny, and then I would frown for a second, yeah. and yeah. go back into a smile. That's yeah. like how I feel like I, I watched the entire movie. Definitely. Uh, so I yeah, it was it was a uh, it was an average film. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty much the same. <laughs> I think once you can set aside how weird it is, the the main premise of the movie, um, like the dark side of the main premise of the movie, yeah. and just like set that aside for a second because it's a movie and enjoy the great, the good performances. I'll say good of people actually going through kind of a messy divorce, and mm. it wasn't so dark as to be like a drama but it didn't really treat it lightly enough where it wasn't taken seriously and i appreciated that but it was fine sure yeah how many fruits three wow hello three fruits (laughs) (laughs) i guess i'll up my initial estimate to one and a half because i would say you have to say it's not going to be as bad as Phantom Menace, which we still have to settle after this (laughs) (laughs) i mean i will say i think I think Phantom Menace was definitely worse. Yeah, agree. I mean, because Phantom Menace, like, I really, if I could have just, like, had an out-of-body experience where I could have just left the room. I mean, I know I can physically do that. Yeah, I could you've have done physically it before. Just le- oh, yeah, that's you true. just pick up your phone and <laughs> stays out the whole time. Yeah, or you just literally walk out of the room when a cartoon lion gets stampeded. Mm-hmm. That did happen. <laughs> upsetting um yeah yeah i just so i really hated this movie and Mm -hmm. i hated it for so many reasons um i hated it because i felt like uh the fights were too real so i couldn't enjoy that part and i did not enjoy um like how hard they had to work to put robin williams in the comical situations and so it was hard to enjoy his reactions because it was just so stupid yeah it was just so plainly like not what would happen in any given situation it was so easy to get out of uh, although i did try to set it aside and and for some periods of time i could there were some moving parts um uh is it mara williams wilson wilson, wilson. amazing i i really could have done with her just being half of the movie and maybe Robin Williams being the other half. And maybe they just have a discussion about gender fluidity and um, being open and honest with each other. Sure. I think I would have enjoyed that movie more. So if like 20 minutes in, he shows up as Mrs. Doubtfire, steals his daughter, <laughs> the rest of the movie Runs is a road trip. Yep. Just a road trip. Yes. 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 <laughs> Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, that that still movie. would be better than Phantom Menace. Yeah, for movie. sure. Do we still get Harvey Weinstein for a little bit? Oh yeah, because he has to get a costume. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, and yeah. I do love that opening sequence where Robin Williams is doing um the voice of the characters, and it's just uh it's it's really great. There's some really lovely moments, but I felt overwhelmed, and city slickered. 
and angry. So would you? This was better than City Slickers. Will you give it that? I mean, I my memory is so poor. I do remember being angrier. Do you remember that there was a gun in a calf's mouth? <laughs> in City Norman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, City Slickers. I hated more. Yeah. I probably hated City Slickers more than Phantom Menace. Wow. And I still hated Freaky Friday more than that anything. That was going to be my follow-up. Yeah. Question. Yeah. I feel like. There's nothing worse so than Freaky Friday. So it goes from from bottom to slightly above bottom. It goes Freaky Friday, City Slickers, Phantom Menace, uh-huh. this movie. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I nailed it. Great. Um, I also want to apologize to us and to our listeners for, for not voting earlier. I feel like this is a allegory for voting in real elections. Is it? You, you can't let yourself get distracted and become unengaged in oh, the democratic sure. process. Oh, sure. That's true. I mean, sometimes sure. you're... Looking at these movies, you're kind of like, I mean, none of them are really great. Like, I'm not really that into any of these choices. Like, I really would much rather there be like this uh, out-of-nowhere out of movie where Robin Williams and Mara Wilson go on a road trip together. But, I mean, that's not going to happen because the entrenched, the entrenched establishment is not saying that that is what they're going to provide to the audience. Yeah. As far as they're concerned, as far as the lobbyists and the consultants in Washington are concerned, the clowns. America doesn't want to see Robin Williams and Mara Wilson go on a road trip together. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's a pipe dream. Yeah. Okay? So just bite the bullet and vote for Homeward Bound. <laughs> Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquet, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.